Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likuti Alochas, Yoradea, Chelik Sheni, Hilchois Pidyon Bachor, Halacha Hei, Paragraph Chof Vav. We're continuing again. This halacha is based on Chapter 7 in the second half of Likuti Moran, and we spoke quite a bit about it. Now Rav Nosenzal begins a new topic related to it, the Hilchois Chala, regarding separating Chala, which means a certain amount of dough, when we've prepared a dough ready to bake bread, we're supposed to separate from that dough a certain amount to give to the koyin. We've already explained we already explained, Rabbi Nezal says there in that chapter that when a person is eating is an opportunity to be able to receive an incredible high light called He'oras HaRatzayim. But in order to be able to receive that light, you have to sanctify your eating. And this is the reason behind why we give these different gifts to the Koyin, Truma, Meiser, all of these different gifts to the Koyin, from everything we're eating, as Rav Zal had explained this earlier in the paragraph Gimel of this halacha, because the kohen is special, the kohen is like the tzaddik, and it's a form of tzedakah, and tzedakah brings about this he'oras ha-ratzayin. Tzedakah is called ratzayin, we say kol nediv lev, we had in last week's parsha, parsha's truma, Kol nediv lev yevieha is trumas Hashem. Every person who wants to give, nedivo slave means a desire to give, a rotsain toiv. So tzedakah is rotsain, and Rabbein Zal in that chapter in Kutumran has a major piece showing how tzedakah is connected to this seorasarotsain. So all of these gifts that we're giving to the koyen are a form of tzedakah. Vezeh bechinas chalo la koyen. Because although we've already given to the Kayin, we gave it when the food, when it was in the state of grain, we gave Truma, Meiser, we still have to give this additional gift to the Kayin at the point when we add water to the flour. And we're starting to roll the dough in order to, to produce bread. Because the main is at the time when we're actually eating, or as close to that as possible. As Rabbi Nezal explains, Rabbi Nezal says there very clearly that it's during the time of eating that a person receives this Oras Aratzayim. And therefore, when we're involved in making bread from flour, and bread is the most important staple of eating, which requires birchas hamozayim. So we want to really do everything we can to make that bread holy, in order that through it we'll be able to receive this oras harotzayim. And therefore, when we're actually starting to make the bread, when it's the form of grain, we don't know yet what this is going to be. When we've, we're making it into a dough, at that point we know that dough is going to be put into the oven, it's going to make the bread. At that point, we want to also give a gift to the Kayim. Because that's one of the closest steps to receiving this Seorosarotzayim. And therefore we have to do a second sanctification by giving from the dough to the kohen. And we learned earlier that the kohen represents das, and the coin represents both levels of das, the level of das that Rabbein Zal refers to as the ben, the sun, which is the higher level das, and the lower level das, which is referred to as the talmid. 
And by connecting to this das, this enables us to be able to receive this seoras arotzain during eating. Vialkain chalo loshon toicheles vekivui. Rav Nosanel says, like many other Hebrew words, the word chala can have multiple meanings. The word chala is also similar to the term toicheles kivui, yearning, yearning. Bechinas rotzain vekiaguim. This is the concept of a person having desire, an intense desire and yearning. Bechinas toiv. As we have a Pasuk in Eicha, where it says it's good for a person who yearns in silence for the salvation of Hashem. There's another Pasuk. I am always yearning to Hashem. Rav Nosan is bringing many Pesukim to show this. Because this term yearning and hoping for something is a form of desire, it's an expression of desire. We are yearning and hoping that Hashem will fulfill our good desire to come close to Him and to come close to the Torah. And this is one of the reasons why this gift to the Koyen is called Chala. Because this is the last gift that we're giving to the Koyen before the actual bread is baked. And through this, we are Zoichet to receive that that very high level light of Hashem's goodwill during the time of eating, Shehu Bechinas Toicheles V'tikva. V'alkein, paragraph Chosainel, V'alkein, mitzvah's chala, tiknu Rabbi Senuzal gam bezman hazer, and bechutz loritz. We know that Trumois and Maisris does not apply today outside of Eretz Yisrael. And there are other things that, that, that don't apply bezman hazer, certain, certain halachas. But chala, separating chala from dough, that applies today and even outside of Eretz Yisrael. When a woman is baking, and she's, used, she's baking a certain large quantity of dough, the shear of 43 and a fifth eggs, then she's required, as soon as the dough is prepared, before putting it into the oven, to separate chala. Today, because we don't know who is really, really a Kohen, and because the Kohanim don't have the Kiddush of Kahuna that they had during the Beis Hamikdash, what we do is we burn that. We put it into the oven, we burn it completely, and then we throw it away. We can throw it away. Because this is really all that's left for us while we're in this long, bitter exile outside of Eretz Yisrael. Rav uses several terms here. Our desire, our yearning, our hope are all very, very strong, powerful in wanting to return to Hashem and to return to our land and to return to the Torah. Because even though the Jewish nation is going through what we're going through, that there's such an incredible rate of assimilation in the world, there's so much tzoros, baruchnius and begashmius, that the entire Jewish people is going through, anti-Semitism, persecution, everything. And each individual person is going through all the incredible struggles and challenges that we're going through, to the point where sometimes it looks as if there's no hope, no hope for us. Because new, new, new crises and new problems and new suffering all the time, both bodily and spiritually and financially, all the incredible problems and struggles. 
As the Gemara says, at the end of Saita, that the rabbis prophesized that when we get close to the coming of Moshiach, people are going to feel that there isn't a single day whose curse is not worse than the day before. Not only aren't things getting better, they're getting worse every day. And our, our only source of, of life is our hope, our strong yearning. Which is this, this light that's called Heoras Harotzain, as it says in Echon. That I said to myself when I saw the base Amikdash, the first base Amikdash destroyed, and the second one, I said, my, my victory is hopeless. There's hopeless. There's no hope for us. Zois Oshevalibi. However, when, my, when I'm feeling like that, this is what my, how I respond to my heart. Alkein Oichel. And therefore, I do have hope. What's the response? Chazde Hashem Kiloisamnu Kilecholorachmov. It says over there that we know that despite the difficulties, despite the pain and, su- the pain and suffering, we know that Hashem is going to help us. He is going to redeem us. There is going to be an end to all of this. Question in the chat. Should a person be learning Torah at the time of eating? Why isn't challah given once it's baked and ready to eat? Dough is, isn't so edible. The answer is, the second question first, Hashem's infinite wisdom dictated that it should be given not at the time of eating. At the time of eating, Rabbi Nosson Zal told us, a person should have Yishuv Adas then and eat with, with dignity, like I'm sitting in front of an important person. At the time that I'm eating, I have to concentrate on the bracha that I make before I eat and the brachas that I'm going to make after I eat. And, and concentrate on not speaking while I'm eating so the food doesn't go down the wrong pipe. There's a lot of halachas that pertain to while the person is eating. So Kaviochal Hashem understood with his infinite wisdom that the time for giving this gift to the Koyen is, is specifically before the Brezbeg, when it's in the dough form. We know that at the time of eating, Again, the Zohar Kodesh and others want to speak about making sure to have a guest at your table, to give some of the food, to make sure you're giving food to poor people, you're taking care of poor people before you eat your own meal. So there's what to do, there's what to do during eating. This, this avoida, the avoida of chala is done before. The question about learning during the time of eating, the answer is a person could do it. It's important to know I saw by my Rebbe, Zechon of Rocha, the, the Gemara says that sometimes Godel Shimusha Shel Torah Yosel Melimuda, sometimes serving a Talmud Chacham, being in the presence of a Talmud Chacham and watching what he does is better than learning even because there are people who learn and they miss things. They miss, even with all the learning, they, they forget or they miss, the, they don't get it. And watching, watching, sometimes you see it more carefully. My Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, very often I was with him on meals on Shabbos, and he had a separate little table on which he kept the Sefer that he would learn. He would never put it on the table that we were eating, because the halacha says that a table that you're eating on has crumbs, has food, the crumbs you have to worry about when Pesach's going to come. Today we're already in the middle of Purim, Purim uh, Ador Aleph. We're in the middle of Ador Aleph. Pesach is coming. And throughout the year, if a person puts Sfarim on the table where there are crumbs, it's very likely that those crumbs are going to end up being part of the Sfarim. And even if those people who put the Sfarim away, they, the, the Sfarim that they use throughout the year, the sitter, the bencher, the birkonim they put away. Still, that's one reason. There's another reason that the Shulchan Aruch says, which is called bookworms. That when a person puts books next to food, it's very easy for those books to develop bookworms. And I remember hearing this, learning this, and hearing it, and saying, wow, that, maybe that's a thousand years ago. I've never seen anything like that. Sure enough, one day, a few weeks later, a few months later, I saw a tiny, tiny little worm come out of a book. And I saw that there definitely is such a thing. So for those reasons, 
if you're going to be learning, the learning is done in between courses, not while a person, some people are learning while they're eating, person, a person, if a person has to, that kind of thing, to be extremely careful that the safer is not close to the food, and uh, that that's the way it could be done. Question. Interesting, I, I see the Rosh Tevis Guf Nefesh Momer, there's Magi in the 43 and the 5th. Interesting, interesting, yes. Okay, Rav Zal continues, and this is what the Pasuk refers to in the, towards the end of Shira Shirim, when it says, I, I swear to you, the daughters of Yerushalayim, Shehem Ha'umois Ha'olam. Rashi, Rashi Kodesh points out that this is the Jewish people addressing the other nations. And Matoiru Umatoiru Esoavo Ad Shetechpots. Hainu, what this Pasik is telling us is She Yisroel Oimrem Lechol Hamoinim in Hakidusha. The Jewish people are saying, to all those who are blocking us, who want to block us from getting to Yisrael, who want to block us from getting to holiness, Shehem Bechinas Akum Vesitrachra, like the other nations, Ma Toiru, Uma Toiru, Esoavo Shabiril Makon. What do you? Th- what can you do to to get in the way of the deep love that we have for Hashem? Ad Shetechbots, where we have tremendous desire. Chafetz means to desire, to want. All the different obstacles that you put in the way to try to block us from learning Torah, from being close to Hashem, and all the seductions, all the different things that you try to do to draw us away from Hashem and away from the Torah, it's not going to help. Because although it looks to you sometimes, to you, Goyim, it looks to you that you've succeeded, you've succeeded in a big way, because you've succeeded in preventing us from achieving many different types of holiness, both as a, as a nation and as individuals. You destroyed our Beis HaMikdosh. You exiled us from our land. And you're still dancing and, and trying to rule over us, trying to subjugate us for no reason with all kinds of obstacles and all kinds of, of enticements. And you, you make all kinds of efforts to block us from being able to have the time that we need to, to learn and to daven. Despite all of that, it's not going to help you. No matter what you do, you're not going to be able to spoil the love between us and Hashem. As Rashi Kodesh points out there, on the words, Ad So long as there is this Ratzoyim, Ki oid hachefetz v'harotzoyim v'kisuf mishwanu chazokim v'takifim ma'oid mo'idel v'izborach. Because our desire and longing and yearning for Hashem is still very powerful. Umeachar shaharotzoyim chazok, and so long as that desire is, is strong, bevadai loitoyilu klal berash hamaniyos v'abibulim shalachem. All of your noise, all of your things, all the obstacles that you put in our path are not going to help you. Because Ratzain is above everything. The Gemara says, There is nothing that's powerful enough to stand in the way of what Ratzain can accomplish. As we've explained throughout our teachings many times, the incredible (coughs) 
benefits of Rotzain, that Rotzain goes up all the way up to Ein Soif. Rotzain is above the Spheroes. Rotzain is Keser, it's Attic, the, the highest, highest levels. And it says here, Ayin Mizeh Behilchas Orev Halacha Gimel, that's one of the famous chapters in Likuti Halachas, where Abnosan Zal really expounds on this topic of Rotzain. V'alkein Tiknu Rabbi Seinu Zal Gam Gam Ato Bazeh Hazman Bechutz Loretz. And this is why our rabbis established for us now also in Chutz Loretz, Shalit Hizbatel Toiras Chala, that the mitzvah of Chala should not be forgotten completely, even though we don't actually give it to the Kohen, but we separate that quantity of dough and we burn it, as I said. Because chala represents that actual during eating. And that remains with us even now, even during this long golos. And this is the famous pasuk that we find at the end of Chumash Vayikra, where the pasuk says, The Afgam Zois. That Hashem says, and this also, that even when the Jews will be in the land of their enemies, will be in exile, I don't despise them, I don't reject them, I don't intend to destroy them completely. The Isa Bezoyar and the Zoyar Kodesh says that the word Chaloison is spelled Choser, without a Vav. Loshen Kola from the Lushan of Kola, which means to, to destroy completely, Ayin Shom. And the word Kola also means desire. Kil Yoin means when a person is looking forward to something desperately. And based on what the Zohar Kodesh points out, we'll be able to explain it related to what we've been learning. Ki because the word cholo, when spelled with a chaf, not just with a ches, like we said before, but with a chaf also, represents desire, yearning. As the Pasuk says in Tehillim, cholo she'eri ulevavi, my heart yearns. Hainu she'ba'itzim galuseinu be'eretzoyveinu, that even when we're in the thick of exile, in the land of our enemies, Maftiach Shemisbor Chesisroel Voimer Hashem promises us and says, The Afgam Zois, despite this, I do not hate them, I do not reject them. Why? Because of their Kaloisam, Daiko, Bishvil Bechinas Hakilyoin Einayim, Vahatikva. Because I see that despite the fact that the Jews are in such trouble with the assimilation with everything, there is still a yearning and a hope and a desire to, to return to Hashem. And this we draw upon ourselves through the mitzvah of Chala, Kanal, Shehi Bechinas Gam, Zois, which is related specifically to these two words, Gam and Zois, which the Zohar HaKadosh says represent the Shekhinah, both of those words. Kishir Isach Lechala, Humem Gimel Beitzim. Because the amount of dough that a person has to have to be required to separate Chala is the amount of dough the size of 43 eggs, which is Bigimatria Gam, the word Gam. The Kemuva Bedvorazal, as Rabbeinazal expounds on this in chapter 55 in Likutim Maran. Hainu Alidei Mitzvah Chala, which is telling us that by performing this mitzvah of Chala, Shehi Bechinas Gam Zois, Gam is the 43, and Gam and Zois both refer to the Shekhinah. There are many, many places where we see this. I've mentioned in the past, the Zohar Kodesh says, on the Pasuk Sheves Achim Gam Yachad. Sheves Achim Gam Yachad. How good and sweet it is when brothers live together, when there's unity. So the Zorokosh says it should say Sheves Achim Yachad. 
What's, how good and sweet it is when brothers live also to... What's the also? The also is Hashem. Hashem says, count me in. When brothers, when there's Achdus and Klal Yisrael, you can be guaranteed that I'm there. The words Gam Yachad or Bigimatria Aleph Dalet Nun Yud. It's brought also that the word Gam is Marames on the Shekhinah as far as Geula. Geula, taking it. Gam, all the, all the redemptions that Klal Yisrael has had and are going to have are all Marumas in the word Gam. Geulas Mitzrayim, Geulas Moshe. The hero was Moshe Rabbeinu. Geul, Purim, Geulas Mordechai. Hanukkah, Geulas Matisyahu. And the Geula that we're waiting for now, Geulas Moshiach, Moshiach ben David. So Gam is Marames for the presence, the divine presence of the Shekhinah, that even when we're in Golos, Hashem says, also, there's an also, I'm also here. I'm also, Onoichi, uh, what's the word, Batsarla? Imoi Onoichi Batsara. Hashem says, I am with you in your suffering all the time. That's this Gam, this also. And Zois, we've had this before. Rav Nassau has a place in the Kutelochas where he gives maybe, quoting the Zoyer Kodesh, maybe 20 different psukim that have the word Zois referring to the Shechina. In, in Lodovar Hashem Oyri, we have it there in other places. This is what, what makes the bread that we're going to be baking holy. Shehu Iker and bread is the most important food in many ways. To the point where we zoicha by eating this bread to this seorasarotsin, and by by having by this seorasarotsin shining so bright, brightly, Hashem says, I will not reject the Jews. Why? For their chaloisam. Because I see that the Jews still have this deep yearning, this looking up, to, looking up, hoping for Yeshua, for the true Yeshua, which is to do a, a real tshuva. And this is all included in this term, and this is why the Torah was specific when it speaks about this mitzvah of separating chala, the kosva, and it writes, And when you will be eating from the bread of the earth, you will lift up this portion, the chala, you will separate this chala. It could have said when you're baking. It doesn't say, it says when you're going to be eating. That the main focus of this mitzvah of chala is at the time that we're actually making bread to eat. That's the time when we have to be especially interested in drawing this which shines especially during the eating. And that's why the Pasuk stresses when you're eating, separate challah. Even though we don't do it actually when we're eating, we do it right before. But the right before is the closest thing to when we're going to be eating. Paragraph Chavches. And now we'll understand also why this portion of Torah, which speaks about the mitzvah of Chala, is written in Parsha Shlach, right after the story of the Meraglim. Because the damage that the Meraglim caused was that because of them, we have Tishabov. They gave their report on Tishabov and Hashem and the Jews were crying. Hashem said, You're crying for nothing? This day is going to be established as a day for crying. The, the both Beis Hamikdosh is destroyed them. Shezeo Bechinas Pegam Heoras Ben Vitalmid Kimavur Hetabatoyanam. And Rabbeinus Al shows there on Ikutimran that the Beis Hamikdosh is the center of Das, 
where you had both levels of das, the das of the son and the das of the student. And therefore, this paragraph speaking about the midst of Chala is written right next to that. Which we just explained refers to this great light that we, we get during eating. This is the exact opposite of what the Maraglim did. Because Moshe Rabbeinu, when the Maraglim did their thing and afterwards Moshe Rabbeinu pleaded, begged Hashem for forgiveness, Moshe Rabbeinu accomplished through his tefillah that he was able to correct the damage that the Maraglim caused and he drew upon us the light of Hanukkah, and one of the things that Hanukkah is all about is that there was a renewal of the service in the Beis HaMikdosh, which is again the location where this light of Ben and Talmud are shining. And Rabbein Azal says there on the Kutim Ram that when this das is shining properly, we're ready to be able to receive the Heoras Arotzain during eating, Shehu Bechinas Mitzvah Chala. The connection to Chanukah, Rabbein Azal shows there on the Kutim Ram that in the Tefillah of Moshe Rabbeinu, where he said, Slach no la'avoin ho'om hazeh ki goidel chazdecho v'chashen asosna, Rabbein Azal shows there that the last word, letters there spell the word Chanukah. And Rabbein Azal makes the connection to the Chanukah's Beis Hamikdosh, the renewal of the Beis Hamikdosh. V'alkein nismach shom miyad achar parshas meraglim, and therefore also, right after the parshas meraglim, we have the mitzvah of Chala, <coughs> and we also have the, the parsha of Menochois unesochim. The korban minchas, the flower offerings, and the nesachim, the pouring of the wine on the mizbeach, which accompany the korbanos. Rav Zal explains now, ki menochos unesachim heim bechinas umalki tzedek melech sholem hoitzi lechem v'yayin hamavur sham ba'toyranal le'inyan ha'oras ha'rotzim b'shasu achila alidei ha'koyin. Over there on the Kutimaran, Rabbein Islam specifies the issue, the importance of the Kohen in this process of Heoras Arotzaim. Remember, the Beis Hamikdash was the center, the one of the most powerful centers of Heoras Arotzaim, where all the Karbanis were Lerotzaim Lefnei Hashem, Lerotzaimchem Tizbachuhu. And we find that all the way in the beginning of the Torah, before the Beis Hamikdash, before, before everything, when Shem Benoyach, was the one of the leading tzaddikim of the generation. He's called Malki Tzedek, Melech Sholem, and he brought out, when, when Avram Avinu rescued Lot and defeated those four kings, so it says that shame came out, he brought bread and wine to show respect and gratitude to Avram Avinu. And, and he was a koyen, shame was a koyen at that time, and the Torah tells us, that because, because, we'll see soon, Rav Nassim, I'll speak about it, I believe, that because he praised Avram Avinu before praising Hashem, Hashem took the kahuna away from shame and transferred it to Avram Avinu. But now, Rav Nassim, says here, we have the Menachos and the Nesachim. The Menachos were flower offerings, and the Nesachim were wine. And this is the Lechem V'yayin that he brought out, and Rabbein Azal brings this over there, Likutimran, regarding Heras HaRatzayim, through the Koyhein, Bechinas Vehu Koyhein. It says by shame, he is a Koyhein Lekeil Elyoin, Kemoshim as Rabbein Azal expounds on this in our chapter of Likutimran, chapter 7. Ve'isa B'Devari Rabbi Seinazal, and we find the Medrash tells us, Al Pasek Zer, Umal Kitzedek Hoitzilech V'yayin, Sherom Azloi Al HaMenochois V'hanesochim that Shem Benoyach was hinting to Avram Avinu that your descendants are going to have a Beis Hamikdash, and they're going to bring these offerings of flour, that's the Lechem, and Yayin, the Nesachim. Nimtza, 
שמנוחויס ונסוכם הם בחינס האורס הרצויים בשעשו אכילה. So these korban minchas and nesochim correspond to this great light, this seoras harotzoin that a person gets at the time of achila. V'yalkei nismach acha parsha samaraglim. And this is why this appears in the Torah right after the story of the maraglim. Ki hu tikun lechet hamaraglim. Because this is the antidote, this is the solution for the sin of the maraglim. Because we already explained earlier in this halacha, shekol korbonoi shebebe samikdosh heim bebechinas achila she'al yoda meir ha'oras ha'rotzayim. We showed earlier in the previous year that the, the Torah uses the term achilas ha'mizbeach, the mizbeach eating up our korbonois. There are several places where it uses that term achila by the korbonois. So all the korbonos in the Beis Hamikdash are an ex- are a, 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 a pas- an example of achila she'al yoda meir he'oras harotzayim, which brings this great he'oras harotzayim. Va'alkein tzivsa ha'toyra lohavi im kol korbon menochay sunesochim, and this is why the Torah requires us that together with every korban you're going to bring, there was supposed to be an addition. Of a mincha and nesochim shem lechem v'yayin shehem iker ho'achila, because again lechem and yayin are the most important foods, the only foods that have their own individual bracha, bread and wine, the only drink that has its own bracha. Sheshom iker he'orasarotzim, because again, as we said earlier, it's achila during achila that you have the main he'orasarotzim. They are the most important forms of eating and drinking for, for human beings. And this is why Rabbeinu Salavadein Likutem Ram shows that the concept of He'ora Sarotzayim is tied in specifically to the Pasuk in Tehillim, where it speaks about bread and wine. V'lechem levav enosh yesod, bread is what really satiates the heart of a person, and wine brings joy to the heart of the person. And the heart is the center of Rotzayim, desire, chemda salev. As Rabbi Nezal explains there, ki lechem v'yayin, because these two, bread and wine, are the most important forms of food and drink. And it's in eating that this light of Rotzain shines. This is why this appears next to the Parsha Maraglim, V'yachar kach miyad Parsha Schala. And after the, the Menachas and Esochim, the Torah goes into the mitzvah of Chala, Ki hakoil echot, because it's all one. Paragraph Chavtes, V'zeh shohoitzi malki tzedek halechem v'yayin li'avroham be'eis sheshov mimilchemes sarbo malachim. And this is why Malki Tzedek, which is shame, brought out this gift of bread and wine to Avram Avinu when Avram Avinu was returning from having defeated the four kings. Ki oz ro Malki Tzedek oitzem gvurosoi v'tokpoi shel Avraham. Because that's when Malki Tzedek came to see and recognize the power, the strength of Avram Avinu Shehu Ishchayel Beyoser, that Avram Avinu is an Ishchayel, he's a warrior, he's strong, he's powerful. Like Rabbi Nassau says over there in Likutran in that chapter, that in order to be a candidate for this Soros Arotzim, in order to be able to provide Parnassah for your family, and a person has to be Ishchayel. When Malki Tzedek saw that Avram Avinu is Ishchayel, he's not afraid to challenge these four kings. That's why he brought him this lechem v'yayim, shemarameiz al ha'oras ha'rotzayim b'sha'asu achila, which hints to this concept, this great light that comes down during eating. 
Because shows that in order for this process to work, the person has to be Ishchayel. Befrat Avraham, Shehitzel Ozloit, especially if we're talking about Avram Avinu, who was on a rescue operation to, to, to rescue the hostage, to rescue Loit. Shekol Hamilchoma Hazois Hoya Bishvilzeh. And the Zoyra Kodesh shows that this whole world war, there was a world war, nine kings battling five against four kings with all their armies. It was all about capturing the flag, capturing Loit. Machmashet Sofa Shemimenu Yishtal Sheleidas Moshiach. Because he saw, Avram Avinu recognized that from Loit will come forth Moshiach. As as our rabbis point out on the Pasuk and tell him, Motsosi David Avdi. I found, I found my servant David Amelech. He was lost. He was almost lost. And we know the person who will be zeichet to the, the eternal kingdom, the, the real kingdom of holiness, is Dover HaMelech and his family, Moshiach. She'etzloi kol ha'oiz v'hamemshola digdusha. By him is found the true power and leadership and king of the holy kingdom. Val yodoi ikar he'oras ha'ratzayin. And therefore by him is this main he'oras ha'ratzayin. She'zoichet kolechot mi'israel b'sha'as v'achila. Through him, we receive this during Achila, every single Jew. Based on the degree that a person makes an effort to be a mensch, to be strong. And it's therefore when Shem saw that Avram Avinu is Ishchayel, he brought this, he brought these gifts, he brought this Achila, the highest forms of Achila, because Avram Avinu is the candidate for this Ha'oras HaRatzayim. Paragraph Lamed, V'alkein lechem loshen melchama. And Rabbi Nosal says, now we understand another interesting thing, that the same word lechem means bread, and lechem means to battle. K'may shekosuf, lecham es loichamoy, Wait, battle my battles. Ki iker hischaskus hamelchama shalotam boze hoilam hu beinyan harotzain. Because the main battle of a person in this world is regarding rotzain, desire, will. Bifrat achsha betoikif hagolos, especially now, we're, we're, in, we're, in the, we're in the thick of exile. Ki asitrachra vecholaboy mitzido mizgabre moid. Because the Satan, the Sahara, and all of his soldiers, all of his armies, are trying very, very hard to oppose us. To the point where it's very difficult for a Jew to stand up to them. And therefore, the only thing that we really have to hold on to is that I want, I want to learn Torah, I want to daven, I want to do mitzvahs, even when I'm finding it so difficult to find the time and the, all the different things. A Jew has to strengthen themselves tremendously in this area. That no matter what, no matter how many obstacles, no matter how many times I failed, nothing, that no matter what, I will not give up my strong desire. Even if the person will experience all kinds of difficulties. Because the Sahara is trying very hard not only to block us from doing good things, but to rob us from the Ratzayim. Forget about it. Stop thinking about this. It's not for you. You're never going to be able to do it. However, through the true rabbi, the true tzaddik, who has the ability to give both levels of teaching, the teaching to the Ben and to the Talmud, and Rabbi Nosan Zal stressed earlier, his most important teaching is the encouragement that he gives to those people who are on a low level, that they should not give up, 
כל מי שחוזק בזה, every person who will be strong and determined with this רצון, ואינוי שלמזלניק, and won't be lazy, and won't be foolish, won't be some silly foolish, who zoiche lehaoraz haratzoim, that person will be zoiche to this incredible light called heoraz haratzoim, shaydezeh iker hizgabrus hanochama, and that's what really gives the person the strength to, to battle. V'ayin b'mokam acher, Rav Nassau says, take a look in Orachayim, in Hilchas Birchas Amosa, in Halacha David, that when Rabbi Nezal speaks about action, stubbornness, that the most important area where a person needs this stubbornness is in desire, will, I want, and I'm, nothing is going to get me to stop wanting, no matter how long it takes. Any questions, please? Yes, it, it could also be that Malkit Tzedek saw this. Both of them, both Malkit Tzedek is the one who realized, who was aware, it seems, based on what Rabbi Nassim was saying about this, during eating, and, and he saw that Avram Avinu was an Ishchayel, so he brought him food. Which foods? The most important foods. Yes, yes. Okay, now Rabbi Nassim continues, paragraph Lamed Aleph, V'yalkein, mitzvah schala, and therefore, the Mishnah tells us in the that when does this mitzvah begin? When after you've added the water to the dough and you've started rolling the dough. Because in chapter 7, in the second half of Likut Imran, which this haloch is based on, Rabbi Nezalveh speaks about where do we draw Parnasa from? We draw it from the Yodayim Shebiyam HaChachma. So Rav Nassau says here, this water, this water that we're using to make bread is related to that Pasuk, Zeh Hayom Godol or Chav Yodayim. Shaydezeh Iker Heoras Haratzon Kemoishim Avur Batoyranal Ayin Shom. Rav shows there that this is a critical piece of the puzzle. The importance of the, the Yam HaChachma from which we're drawing the Ramazim, all of the, the things Rabbi Nezal explains there. The Ayin Shom, take a look over there in Likut Imran. The Alkein Mayim Bechinas Ratzoim. And therefore, we find a source in the Torah where it shows that water represents desire, goodwill. As it says in Shmuel Anavi, that when the Jews were excited about something, it says, Vayishpachu mayim, they poured water, Kamashapirish Rashi, and Rashi HaKadosh says there, Sheshafchu libam kamayim, they poured out their hearts like water. Bechinas rotsayim, they expressed their goodwill, their desire. Ukamashakosuv, and as we find in a Pasuk in Yeshaya Novi, Venoharu elov kol hagoyim, where it speaks about the kingdom of Moshiach, and it says all nations will flow to him, the Noharu, Nohar, a river, which also refers to their, their desire. They'll be filled with a desire to join. Paragraph Lamed Beis, V'yalkein, Chalo, Eino, Shir, Medo'iraisa. And this is why, interestingly, we don't find in the Pasuk itself, in the wording of the Pesukim there, it does not specify any amount. It's the rabbis who learned out that the word chala is bigimatria of 43. It means it has to be at least a quantity of dough that can bake 43, 43 eggs. Because this term we've mentioned this a number of times, when we speak about the Midois of Hashem, the Midois, the Spheroes, Chachma, Binada, all of those represent things that are within boundaries, within vessels. When we go above Chachma, when we go to the Keser, when we go to Ratzain, there it's Ein Soif. It's unformatted light. It's infinite. Ki Heoras Ein Shir. This light of Heoras Haratzain represents something that has no boundaries. Ki hu bechinas mo, 
because that's associated with the word mo, which means nothingness. As Rabbi Nezal explains there in, in Likut Imran, Shehu Bechinas Beli Shiorim, V'yalkein, Alidei Horotzoin V'hakisufen Digdusha, Yecholen Lehischazek Tomid. And therefore, this item of Rotzoin, everything else, there's limits. There's a limit. There's a limit to how much I can do. Rotzoin is unlimited. By, by its definition, Rotzoin is unlimited. <coughs> and therefore, the Rotzoin Kisufen is always and this remains always, no matter how far down a person goes, no matter what else we've lost, no matter whatever the, the Sotan has been able to rob us of many things, but he cannot take away my desire. Even during the most severe exile that Klal Yisrael is going through, or an individual person is experiencing their own Golos. The Baal Shem Tov says that on Friday night we say in the Chodoidi, Korvo el Nafshi Geola, that there's a concept of bringing about my, my own personal Geola. My Nefesh needs its own Geola, besides Klal Yisrael needing a, a Geola. Kihu Bechinas Balishior, because the, the Rod sign is something that's infinite. Vechol Echod, Kefima Shehu Yochoi Leilechem Zeh Tomid, Bechol Mashoi Varlov. And every single one of us, to the degree that we'll be able to go with this attitude, with what's being said here, no, always, no matter what we're going through, because even though, even though I just ate the wrong thing, and even though I just said the wrong thing, and even though I just did the wrong thing, still, I want Hashem. I want to come close to Hashem. As we explained earlier, that the Jews say to the Goyim, what are you thinking? You, you're breaking us, you're taking every... We can't keep Shabbos, we can't... Uh, you think you're going to break us? See, you're, you're not going to win. So long as we have chafetz, so long as we want Hashem, you will never, ever destroy us. We'll always eventually come out on top question in the chat, can a person experience all of these spiritual benefits of separating challah if they separate from a minimum shear of dough without the blessing? The answer is, as far as I know, that's not the case. Not the case. A person can give tzedakah. A person can give part of their food to a poor person. And we said that tzedakah is similar. Challah is a form of tzedakah. But again, challah has its requirement that it's done from a specific quantity in order for it to work. But a person who, whenever they're eating or buying food for themselves, a person always considers that the that all, of all my money, the most important part of my money is my miser, that stucker that I'm giving, because that's heoras harotzayin, that's nedivu slave, that's rotzayin, that's the highest level connection to Hashem. We should be zeichet to be ishchayel, to be strong, and never to let go of this rotzayin. And the rotzayin should get stronger and stronger. Especially now we're in Adorishain. We have we have this this Friday is going to be Purim Koton. Friday and and Shabbos is Purim, the two days of Purim Koton, and and we're we're expecting the holiday of Purim, the holiday of Pesach, redemption. We should be zeichet to ratch up the rotzayin every day, every hour, and be zeichet to the final gula shleima. Bemheru b'yameinu, amen v'yameinu. Amen.